You know, it's getting to be an exciting time around here for commercial real estate. We've been doing stories about, you know, residential real estate just taking off, but commercial real estate's doing well, and 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 we're beginning to see a lot of announcements about really exciting buildings. Uh, Hillwood and and uh, and Ross Pro are talking about building down. Uh, by uh, by Woodall Rogers over by the museum and Mike Hoke's working on a deal behind City Hall. Scott Rohrman, who you know from from Deep Ellum fame, has just announced what may be the most beautiful building in the lot that he'd like to build down at Elm and Pearl, and we got to check in with him. It's good to have you with us. Well, thank you very much, David. It's good to have you uh, give us a call. Yeah, it really is a gorgeous building. This well, it's two buildings actually. So talk about it. It's over there. So, well, Elm and Pearl, but it's sort of over by whatever Southland Life is known as now, I guess. Yeah, we're uh, at the corner of, we have frontage on both um, Elm and Main Street and also Pearl and Cesar Chavez. So we have frontage on four streets. We have three quarters of a city block. And uh, it took us about four years to block all this together. And uh, we... We're having to buy undivided interests from some people. There were two sellers uh, of either land or undivided interest that were overseas. We had to track them down. So after four or so years and 11 transactions, we finally were able to block up uh, three quarters of this block. Good night. That's a fascinating process. Take four years. So you got to have you got to have patience, and I guess you have to have deep pockets and and maybe some partners to accomplish something like that. Oh, we definitely have partners. I don't think my personal pockets are deep enough to do this, but um, we have uh, partners who've been with us for a long time, and they're they're really great to to have with us. And you know, patience rules the day on these kinds of things. But we absolutely love downtown Dallas. The things that are happening in downtown with all the great developers, uh, you've got uh, you've named some, and then uh, Courtney Garrett and her team at Downtown Dallas Inc. And, uh, you know, it's, it's also really awesome that the city of Dallas is starting to lead. Um, Majid Al-Gaffrey and his team with Gus, and uh, they're working with Michael Morris. And uh, there's a lot of things, I-30, Fair Park, 345, streetcars. Uh, there's just a lot of really exciting projects going on. And uh, now's a great time to be in Dallas. Well, it seemed like everything was going to Frisco or Plano or or someplace other, else other than downtown Dallas. So maybe maybe it's due. So tell me how this works. So you've, you've gone through all this time and all this money, and you've assembled this parcel. Now you've come out with this gorgeous drawing of this, this two-building complex, and now you've got to go fi- out and find somebody to fill it up, right? That's right. That's right. So we are in discussions with a well-known Dallas office developer um, who is – probably going to be our partner and we already have our uh, leasing teams identified for retail uh, on the bottom floor we've got our hotel team identified our office leasing team and um, uh, the apartments so we're not quite ready to announce the team we want to do that when we have uh, the whole thing kind of buttoned up but We've really been out talking to who we think are the cream of the crop, and it looks like we're going to get each one of those in their respective uh, disciplines. So we're excited. Well, now you need, don't you need like a Toyota or something to announce they're going to leave California and come to downtown Dallas and be in your building? So, you know, it's really interesting. 
that we do. We do. You're, you're absolutely right. And what's really interesting is um, the brokerage community, as well as the capital provider community, is telling us that the amount of people looking in Dallas uh, is up threefold to fivefold, depending on who you talk to, for post-COVID versus pre-COVID. So if you were to add up all of the people looking, um, we could fill up downtown plus a little bit more. Now, we're probably not going to win all those, but um, the, the amount of activity of people looking is is really amazing. Well, so is it a race to get out of the ground? I mean, we mentioned, you know, Hillwood's been floating this building, you know, Ross Pro's building for several years. And, and Mike Hoke's been putting together all these properties. And we know Sean Todd and others are are working down there. KDC, like I say, has got some big deal pending. I don't know if it's in downtown Dallas. But but is it is it a race or is there room for all of you? I I, I wouldn't call it a race. Um, we are, we we definitely compete with each other. But my my hope is that where Dallas is competing against other cities, we're competing against L.A. or East Coast cities or Chicago. I hope that it's not just us competing with each other. Um, so really, the goal for me is that you know the the Hillwoods and the Kaisens and the Hoax and the uh, Hunts and I mean. These are all really smart people, creative people, granites out there. I mean, there's just um, Heinz. I mean, we're just blessed to have a lot of great developers. And so it's kind of fun for me to look at how do we make the city of Dallas better versus saying I'm competing with, you know, the guy, you know, 10 blocks away. I, I see it really as Dallas is competing against um, other cities to get really top-notch people. And I'll also want to give a throw out, a shout out to Beck. I went to Beck and said, I'm not real sure exactly how to describe what I'm thinking. And they said, well, just talk to us. And so we spent some time in some charrettes and, um, and they said, we think we got it. And then they came back with a plan that was almost perfect from day one. What you see is not the first round of what they did, but it was pretty close. And we've done some tweaking on it. And we're still going to do some more tweaking on, on the building. But generally what they came up with is what I had pictured, but didn't realize it's what I had pictured. So I really have to give Beck a lot of credit. Yeah, it's fun to see some really iconic ideas coming out now. I, you know, Fountain Place was certainly unique in its time, and it sort of stood the test of time, too. And these buildings look like they would, too. Is that what you want to build? I mean, if, if like I say, if the our figurative Toyota comes through and wants a little something different, I guess you tweak it for them? Uh, yes, there's only so much. You know, your, your downtown city blocks are only so big. So um, we've designed um, entrances on Elm, Pearl, and Main Street. So the hotel will have its interests, the apartments will have its entrance, and the office will have its entrance. The lobbies inside can interact with each other, but we wanted a sense of arrival for each one and for them to feel special. So I think Beck just did a marvelous, a marvelous job. The idea is to be iconic. Um, it's not the ultimate driving goal. The ultimate really driving goal is density. Um, I, I, you know, I, I would love it if every building in downtown Dallas from here on out was 30 stories or taller or 50 stories or taller. 
Uh, you know, it's interesting. The thing that's constraining our height is Love Field. Um, the Love Field, the FAA cones for Love Field actually um, are capping the height that we can go. We would have actually done a taller building, but because of Love Field, we can't go any taller. Because of, because let's see, over on the west side, you know, that's what a 70 story building, but that's the difference of the footprint. That's right. You know, it's interesting. Someone told me this. I don't know if it's true, but uh, Bank of America Tower, which is 70 stories, is actually in a small depression. So they had to actually take it down and find a low spot so that they could have so many stories. So it's interesting just the way the runways are set up and the way that planes get set up to land at Love Field. They were able to squeeze a 70 story tower in there. The the actual positioning of our site as it relates to love field make us capped out at, at in the mid forties. Yeah. So um, it's been very interesting to learn more about FAA and airports than I ever thought I would trying to build a building. Let me ask you this. Are we at the point now where you look to incorporate mass transit? Uh, because there's always a concern about, you know, how many cars and how much space you have to have for parking spaces. Can you incorporate that? So we're looking at um, fully parking uh, per code as well as for practical needs on our site with structured parking. So we'll have some parking below grade, some above grade. And um, I'm a big proponent of mass transit. Uh, my concern is until mass transit it, mass transit's really a chicken and the egg. It doesn't work until it works. And once it works, it works. And so I'm focused on building more density. The denser the urban core is, the more people will want to use mass transit and have the ability to use mass transit. Well, and, so, and it, it, what you're building, it sounds like you could walk to work too, theory, in theory. Well, we're excited because we're within a, a three-minute walk of four parks. We're within a five-minute walk of Clyde Warren Park, um, a four-minute walk to the Arts District, a three-minute. Uh, maybe I'm maybe I walk too fast, double those times, but <laughs> still a very short period of, of, of time for walking to the farmers market. Twelve-minute uh, walk to Deep Ellum, and so you know it, the interesting thing about the east side of downtown is the ingress egress is amazing. I live north of downtown and i can take the little ramp to go uh down to i-30 and then go up the toll road or i can go up caesar chavez and go up central and i can get home in the same amount of minutes either way so every day when i go home because i office down here now every day when i go home i just check to see if there's a wreck on one of them and if there is i go the other route so the ingress and egress to the east side of downtown is the most phenomenal ingress and egress than any other area of the core. Well, and I guess it, it could get better. This is one of the few times we've talked, we haven't talked about Deep Ellum because you've sold all your properties in Deep Ellum. But there's a lot of talk now, serious talk, I think, about de about eliminating or depressing 345, which is that great barrier between, you know, East Dallas, East downtown Dallas and Deep Ellum. Um, that would mean a lot to you if it happens. Is that realistic that, that it goes away? I, I think it's very realistic that something different will be there in 10 to 20 years. 
in terms of going away, uh, I've been a proponent of doing something different from the first time I heard about it, which was after we bought in Deep Ellum. Patrick Kennedy and I met, and he he kind of had the brainchild, and I'll give him the credit for it. I don't know if it's going to be depressed or a surface road or or even elevated, but um, I'm real excited at what the city of Dallas is leading right now. The city of Dallas has stepped up like really I've never seen them in the last 25 years. And I'm so excited to see it where they are pulling together TxDOT and the mass transit folks and um, Michael Morris at North Texas Council of Governments, uh, the feds, and, uh, and they're really seeing the whole thing as a one big thing versus 345 is in a silo versus mass transit's in a silo versus I-30 is in a silo. And so what's really exciting is the projects are all coming together as one. And I think that in 20 years or 50 years, people are going to look back and say that period of time in the early 2020s when Dallas did that and had forward thinking to look at all of it as an integrated project versus a series of small isolated projects, right. I think it's one of the most fabulous concepts in in uh, public spaces I've seen in a long time. It is a good time and it's a good economy and looks like it's got legs, so maybe it'll be around for a while. Scott Rorman is the CEO of, of uh, 42 Real Estate and hopefully we'll be building a really gorgeous building here pretty pretty soon. It's good to have well, you David, with you. 42 Real Estate is not big enough to have a CEO, but I, I am in fault. So thank <laughs> you for <that> one. <laughs> Well, it's CEO Spotlight. We'll dub you that. There you go. For there more of our go. conversation with Mr. Rorman, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.